Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's six o'clock in the morning, London time, on Friday the 29th of April. South Korean industrial production was stronger than expected in March, but with some negative revisions to previous data. Nevertheless, the production figures show that the momentum for making stuff is still strong, indeed very strong. Global supply is alive and well and producing at record levels. The question, as ever, is what happens to this supply as global demand slows. The US GDP data from yesterday for the first quarter was a figure of very dubious accuracy. But that's not stopped commentators and politicians rushing to interpret the numbers as if they were reliable. Taken at their face value, the US economic output was lower in the first quarter than it was at the end of 2021. And everything else is just making excuses for why most forecasters got that wrong. However, the detail did show that the consumer is slowing to a more normal pace of growth, not that the consumer is collapsing. The narrative is still there. The data is also showing that the consumer is switching from spending on goods, basically there was no growth in spending on goods, to spending on services. That is a narrative that economists have long expected, and it helps to ensure that goods price inflation is likely to be transitory. It also brings us back to the question of what happens to the supply that is being produced at a record pace around the world. Personal income and spending data for March is due from the States today. These numbers are somewhat overshadowed by the fact that we had some of this in yesterday's GDP number. The glittering wonder that is the euro and several of its component provinces will be producing their GDP numbers for the first quarter today. As with the US data, these will be wrong. Unlike the US data, these will not be presented with the illusion of annualization, fortunately, although the data is widely expected to be quite a bit stronger than the US numbers in the first quarter. The data is mainly pre-war, of course, but why is the euro area coming in stronger than the US? The answer is really down to timing. The US reopened its economy far earlier than the euro area did, which means that US consumers rushed to spend their pandemic savings windfall earlier than the European consumer did. The euro area still has some of its savings windfall to spend in support of growth, while that momentum ran out for at least low-income US households several months ago. This story should support euro area growth in the face of the considerable headwinds from the war. Elsewhere on the data calendar, we have US-Michigan consumer sentiment with the ever-entertaining, but also really rather troubling, signals of political polarisation in the details of sentiment from Republicans versus sentiment from Democrats. There's also April consumer price inflation data from the euro area. Because of the later reopening, the base effects for euro area inflation are also later than those of the states. And that means that the peak of euro area inflation is likely to be a little later than the peak of inflation in the states, which was probably March. Yesterday's data doesn't give much guidance here, German CPI numbers were a fraction above expectations, but the Spanish headline consumer price inflation rate slowed a lot more than anticipated. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 